Welcome back to the Evolution Podcast. My name is Jeff Bayless. Find me on Instagram at Jeff Bayless underscore. Reach out to me. I'll talk to you about optionality today. It's not a really hard concept, but an important one, I think. Tune in. Welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of the Evolution Podcast. Thanks, guys. Uh, again, with every conversation, with every you know, with every text message, with you know, just all the feedback, communication, it's really cool, man. It's uh, it's not about blowing my head or my ego up. It's just really neat to know that uh, this humble project that I do once a week. Uh, and hope I, I would love to do it more, you know. Uh, but this is kind of, I hate to say that I'm busy because we're all busy. I know you are. Uh, but I, I would love to do this more often, man. Just to have the optionality to be able to do this uh, is really meaningful. And to get the feedback, it, it just fuels the flames to keep this thing going, man. So I appreciate every one of you. So, uh, you know, I guess I got to do the disclaimer thing here. Like, subscribe, share, five-star review. All that stuff is super important. Uh, it really helps get the word out, get the message out. Just kind of, you know, why do anything if you don't want it to do well, right? Uh, I think there's a fine line between humility and uh, wanting your stuff to do well and then growing an ego and, and being boisterous about it. And I'm not on that far end of the spectrum. Uh, where I'm at is I think this is important or I wouldn't do it. And so I want it to, I want it to do well and I want it to reach people that just really need it. So <clears throat> optionality. So... I guess, you know, I played the song Dissident by Pearl Jam, and I'll kind of get to where I'm going with that. Uh, you know, you can look up what a dissident is, but I, maybe you have like a loose understanding, and, you know, I think we all understandings are loose, <laughs> right? I mean, it's it's your connotation or your perspective or your understanding uh, as you see it, uh, which is a good way to go about the world, I think. Uh, so... Where I'm going with the optionality. So I think it's very important. Let's let's start with the, the small and then zoom out, right? Let's start with the minor and then go to the major or maybe the the microscopic to the uh, to, to the larger version. So, you know, I, I think if we look at people that have gone through anything in life, which is all of us, right? During the time, it's very hard to see, and then when when you get through it, it's it's a little bit easier to kind of look back because hindsight is twenty twenty, and you can look back and say, okay, well, that was a time in my life where I didn't keep a lot of optionality. I was tuned into one thing and one way things had to be, be it a marriage, a relationship, a job. I know for me, uh, I was going to be in the Navy for forty years until I died, and then you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I wasn't keeping a lot of optionality out there, and so. Uh, which is interesting. I was talking to uh, Fleet Master Chief Paul Kingsbury. I, he just popped off a new uh, podcast. Uh, he he does the Cutlass podcast, and then he does 
from the deck plates for the Naval Institute. Uh, if if you're not in the Navy and you're into leadership, it's probably good for you. If you're into philosophy and uh, self-help, it, it may be a little askew. But I think if you know if, if you're into leadership and military, you know I, I think it's a good it's a good product. Or I wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have gone on his show. I, I also, Paul's a friend of mine, and uh, I just think he's got a lot to offer. But anyway, uh, I was talking about uh, commissioning programs, and so in the military, there's a way where you can come into the military as an enlisted person, meaning you don't have a college degree, or even if you do have a degree, you just didn't select for the officer program. And, and there's a way for you to come in and then eventually, uh, you know, submit a package to get commissioned, right? And it was, this is what spawned this, this idea is this importance of optionality, because if you get declined for a, a package or a promotion, I think you should keep your optionality, right? So if you get declined for an officer package, maybe you should uh, put in for a higher enlisted package, right? So what that looks like is, you know, maybe going into the chief's mess or, you know, non-commissioned officer, uh, et cetera. So that's one example of, you know, keeping optionality. It's kind of pigeonholed into the military. So I want to give you a few other ones. Uh, if you're not in the military or if you are and just, you know, you're not that interested in that example. So another one is, you know, with money, right? Uh, listen, I'm not motivated by money. However, I am very, I, I think it's relevant because if you go to church and I'm not pushing Christianity on someone, but if you go to church and one of the sermons is about money, then that lets you know that it can potentially be a problem for you uh, if you have an abundance of debt or are not able to meet your requirements. It can provide a, a severe strain on your mental health, on your physical health, and your ability to operate in life. So the unfortunate and ugly truth is that money does matter, right? And and I'm not saying that, you know, the almighty dollar rules all, but what I'm saying is it would be naive of me to say that or it, it's just that money doesn't matter, right? Because it does, or you wouldn't work, right? And if you're listening to this podcast, you want to do better for yourself or you wouldn't be tuned in, right? And so money does matter to an extent. What Ask yourself this, what is the level of money that would make you happy? What does that number look like for you? Hold on to that number. Think about it. Uh, let's, let's go with annual salary, right? I was talking to a guy that I coached the other day, and he was asking me about this job position. And, you know, I said, okay, so this job is this amount of money. This job is this amount of money. And my, my coaching style is not to tell you what to do, right? It's just to give you an objective perspective. And... Okay, if you look at the research, <clears throat> there is a line of diminishing returns on the amount of income versus your happiness, And right? So let's say in America, that's 100K, 150K. Outside of that, after that, notionally, it becomes more of a burden, right? Uh, having, I mean, shoot, if you make over a million dollars, you're literally giving half of your money back to the government, right? Uh, I don't want to talk politics too much, but I'm... <laughs> I'm happy to do that on a separate episode if somebody wants to, but, uh, uh, actually, no, I, I don't think I would, <laughs> but anyway, so optionality with money, right? So let's talk about your, your income and let's just use gross, right? So if, if your gross income puts you at a comfortable level and yet you think you need to level up because that's what we're supposed to do, I would challenge you to consider that maybe that is not going to actually make you happier, right? And so the source of, Happiness is within you, not within your finances. 
And yet, if you don't have the money it takes to, or that it requires to facilitate your well-being, guess what? You're going to be unhappy, right? So what does money buy you? Does money buy you happiness? I posit no. I think money buys you optionality. And optionality is important, right? But there's a line of diminishing returns on how much money is going to give you more optionality. They always say the best time to apply for a new job is when you have a job, right? And that's because now you have optionality. Even in my job now, I I think it's a very low chance that I will lose this job. I think I have a long career uh, going where I'm at and I'm very happy and I think they're very happy with me. But the reality is, you know, after a life of military service where there wasn't a lot of optionality, right? It was like, no, I'm, you know, this is what I do. Well, now that I have this optionality, it's bringing me a little more freedom, a little more happiness, right? Whereas if I went into work tomorrow, which unfortunately I do have to work tomorrow, (laughs) not unfortunate that I hate my job and unfortunate that it's a holiday and I work uh, most holidays now. Uh, But if I went into work, right? And think about this in your situation. if, If you go into work and they let you go, is it the end of the world or do you have the optionality? Do you have a strong resume and a strong reference uh, base, right? This is why optionality is important, right? Let's talk about hobbies, right? I was very pigeonholed into Ironman distance triathlon. Before that, I've always had this tendency to be very extreme with everything that I do, right? And so whatever your hobby is, if it and I'm not knocking Ironman triathlon. Like I'm sure that I will do another Ironman. I will definitely do another half Ironman. But let's just say whatever that thing is for you that in your hobby is like, Oh my God, this is my thing. And then let's say COVID hit. Now you're not allowed to go to your underwater basket weaving class with your girlfriends. Where, where did your optionality go? You had none. And then what happened? Anxiety, depression, stress, because you didn't give yourself the option to pivot when COVID hit. Right. Your, your hobby was like your life. It was your lifeblood. Um, we saw this in the churches. Right. People were very beholden to going to church. And, uh, you know, I'm a Christian. Uh, I believe in God. And, uh, you know, be that as it may, I don't push my religion on you. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't think that going to church every Sunday makes you the best Christian. And also don't think not going. I also think that, excuse me, not going to church <laughs> doesn't make you a bad Christian, right? You need to have some optionality in how you serve the Lord or how you worship, right? Even if you're not a Christian, if you're, uh, like I interviewed Sam Serini, he's a Muslim, right? And he said, well, I'm not the best Muslim in the world, but he is he, he is definitely uh, enriched in faith, right? And I think that's very important when it comes to these things to keep an optionality. Another example, in, in this episode, I don't have anything written down here. I'm just kind of roughing, uh, so I, ho- I hope it's okay if I kind of bounce around a little bit with these ideas. But, uh, you know, hey, this is my creative flow of, uh, of uh, conscious thought. So, stream of consciousness. So, another optionality idea is in leadership, right? Or in, in management or in uh, anything you're trying to be productive at, right? It's important to keep optionality. And so... If I have a plan for how I want things to go down at work or in my previous career, I need to keep optionality when that thing doesn't work out. Okay, we're going to go to plan B, C, D, X, Y, Z, right? Also, a part of keeping optionality is taking good advice. 
and not worrying about who it comes from. It could come from somebody younger than me, older than me, that looks different than me, that thinks differently than me. Actually, most times that's the best advice is from people that are not like you. That way you get someone outside of your realm because if you only talk to people that are like you, you're not exploring optionality. You're only listening to what you want to hear, right? We love that. It makes us feel warm or nice and warm inside. Like we just drink some warm eggnog or a warm glass of milk. Uh, I don't know that I've ever had a warm glass of milk. Uh, but anyway, uh, the idea is there, right? The sentiment is, is uh, relatable. And so, I, you know, this is where I got, you know, the dissonant. I think the idea to not only... It's very basic and, and easily understandable to say, keep your options open, right? Keep your options open. Uh, that doesn't mean don't make a decision. It just means keep your options open, right? But it's even to, to expound upon that and to maybe transcend it, you know, be have a questioning attitude, you know, and of yourself as well. Like, you know, maybe, maybe I was incorrect in this assumption. Maybe I wasn't going in the right direction. Maybe this marriage... Uh, you know, I was expecting something out of it that didn't happen. Now keep my options open. I'm not saying cheat on your spouse. I'm not saying just give up on your, you know, your situation. Cause that's never the case. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not one to tell you exactly what you're supposed to do. And I definitely would not recommend anybody to like jump off a cliff like that. Uh, and I would also say, keep your options open, right? So look at what it would look like with or without that person, would you be better off? Right. And how I judge, judge that or, or gauge that is which situation has the most dire consequence and then choose the other one, right? Keep your options open, be optional, keep, keep optionality. Okay. This, this job, uh, turn me down this one, uh, except to me. Well, does that mean that I need to take that job just because they're the one that offered me a job? No, I'm going to keep my options open. I'm going to keep my optionality right? Optionality buys you freedom. That, that's the bottom line. And if you have optionality and you have freedom, I think you operate in a level of lower stress. And it, it was very hard for me to wrap my mind about around this until probably like the last couple of years as I was getting out of the military and I cared a little bit less about going to the doctor and the doctor telling me something that would disqualify me from, uh, you know, the, the arduous duty, right? Or, you know, when I, you know, I knew, and this is a very unique perspective uh, from someone in the military, but I would venture to guess that, a, you know, a good portion of you guys are, it's like when you're in the uniform, it's very hard for you to keep optionality, right? And so this is why it's even more important to focus on it because there are certain things you just don't have an option on. You have to go to work. You have to deploy. You have to wear these kinds of clothes. You have to, you know, your hair has to be a certain way. Your nails have to be a certain way. You have to shave every day. And so it's even more important to look for the places where you can find optionality so that it can nurture this level of uh, self-worth and, and um, just just freedom in general, right? And freedom is so important. Like <laughs> I said, for 20 years of my life, I was there to uh, protect freedom, not practice it, right? Uh, and it's you got to find the little things that you can find the freedom in. You know, you have, and then, and focus on that. It's kind of like, uh, the same as, uh, you know, when we talk about gratitude, like it's very hard to think about what you're grateful for when you're going through a hard time 
And it's also important to think about where you can find optionality. So if you don't have optionality in, hey, look, let's let's just be honest. Like, let's say this is what you're qualified to do in work or th- this relationship, even though you're not super happy in the relationship, it would be more of a burden to you to not be in it because it would make things harder. I know that's kind of raw or maybe a little hard to hear, but sometimes you know, the, the, the feel good people will tell you, follow your heart, do, do what, you know, follow your, do, do what, you know, your heart feels is right. And I believe that to a point. And I also believe that you have to choose a scenario that, you know, basically is the, is the one that's going to give you the least trauma, right? Is going to give you the least, uh, so pick which side of the, the fence has less uh, death by a thousand cuts, right? So I think when you're, when you, let's say you, you, okay, I'll give you an example. Let's say you're in a relationship and you have a, you have a child with that, with that spouse, right? And you're miserable in that relationship. So the question you have to ask yourself is if I'm miserable in this relationship, but I love my kid and I don't want my kid to have a broken home, right? And so the, the question you have to ask yourself is, which burden am I willing to bear for the long term, right? This is allowing yourself to have some optionality. And so if let's, let's say the worst case scenario is I get divorced. Now I have a broken home. Okay. So there's a shame of a failed marriage. There's the, uh, figuring out the logistics of who's going to live with who and how much is going to get paid by who and where and all this logistics stuff, right? Uh, or are you willing to be unhappy in a relationship for the rest of your life? Uh, because that's what you're quote supposed to do, right? Well, let's say you decide that remaining in the relationship is the burden you're willing to bear, right? That's, that's the one where you say, okay, it's more important to me and that's fine, right? I mean, I would not choose that choice. I would choose my my happiness, uh, my 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 self worth, my my joy, uh, because I feel like logistics and stuff can be figured out. Happiness is harder to figure out than where's the kid gonna sleep on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right? And how much am I gonna pay? Uh, that's just me personally, but I'm not telling you that's how you have to live your life. But what I'm saying is, let's decide that you chose plan B, which is remain in the relationship, right? Good, 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 good. That's, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Now we need to find a way to find optionality in your life so that you don't feel stuck in the place where you said, I'm going to remain in this, you know, six by six by six by six square of confinement, right? So in the military or in your job, let's say it's just a job that you do and it has a lot of regulations, fine play by the rules operate inside those regulations i play by the rules i don't drink and drive i don't do drugs i don't cheat on my wife uh i don't necessarily (laughs) go to church every sunday but you know i pray every day um you know I, i play by the rules too and i just bought a motorcycle today right to give me a little optionality i think it's okay to give yourself um places where you can color inside the lines and still see the beauty of what you're coloring. 
man, I should like write that down. <laughs> that should be a quote. There you go. There's a Jeff Bayless quote. Uh, you know, you can still color inside the lines, but paint a beautiful picture. You know, you can still be your best self. You can still find the joy in the little things. A walk, a run, a bicycle ride, a motorcycle ride, a meal that you cooked, a song that you heard, a conversation that you had, a hug that you embraced, a little decision that you made to go down a different way to work so you could see a different scenery. All of these things are giving you optionality without having to be so extreme, right? Question the herd. Don't remain in group think. Have your own opinions. Have your own freedom. Have your own will. That's what that's what God, that's what that's what this whole country, that's what God wants for you. And that, that's what this whole country was founded upon. Is your ability to have optionality, to have freedom, to have the right, uh, the the inherent right to be yourself, whoever that is. And whatever that looks like, straight, gay, transgender, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, mix, uh, you know, may, maybe you don't even speak the language. Maybe you speak several languages. All of these are good things. It allows for optionality. It allows for more freedom. It allows for more diversity. It, it allows for more diversity of thought, right? And that, that's what optionality is too, is diversity of thought. So even if you're, even if you're in a square, even if you have restraints on you, don't let that get you down or cause you a ton of anxiety or worry. Just know that having your own optionality will ultimately serve you if you are grateful for it and notice it. And, you know, maybe you're, maybe you just journal. Maybe you write, maybe you have a blog that gives you optionality, right? So just, just think about that guys. Uh, hope you had a great weekend. Uh, if you know anybody that's kind of stuck in a position where they feel like they have no way out or they're, you know, they're being told exactly what they have to do and they, they can't pivot or have their own thoughts or, you know, if, if, if even if you yourself just feel confined, uh, I would hope that this podcast helped you. And if it did, please share it with someone that maybe could potentially be in the same situation. You know, there's always an opportunity for optionality, but that's a mindset. It's not a location. It's not a hard fixed thing. It's, it's a mindset. Uh, and I want that for you. So if you get anything out of this, I appreciate it. If you'd like subscribe, share, whatever, five star, all that stuff, do all that stuff that really does help. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate all the feedback. I love, love, love hearing from you. So hit me up on Instagram. Until then, it's Jeff Bayless, The Evolution Podcast. <laughs>